This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, April 11th. First, Millennium Trust Company is purchasing health savings account company PayFlex Holdings from CVS Health for an undisclosed amount. The acquisition will significantly expand the Oak Brook, Illinois-based Millennium Trust platform to include HSAs, health reimbursement accounts, flexible spending accounts, COBRA administration, and direct billing services. Millennium says it will grow Omaha, Nebraska-based PayFlex from 2.4 million members and over 2,500 clients to 5 million individual client accounts and $47 billion of total assets under administration. Millennium will also enter into a long-term commercial relationship with CVS Health subsidiary Aetna to maintain PayFlex as the payer's preferred provider of HSAs and other consumer-directed benefit solutions for existing and prospective members. Finalization of the acquisition is expected in the second quarter. The two companies will remain independent until then. Two, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer signed legislation April 7th that reforms prior authorization processes in Michigan. The Health Can't Wait Act shortens the time payers have to consider prior authorization requests before they're considered granted and requires payers to provide more information to the public and providers regarding the prior authorization process. Four provisions under the new law include, first, prior authorization requirements from payers must be published on the payer's website in detail in an easily understandable language. Aggregated information and prior authorization approvals and denials must also be made publicly available. Second, payers must base their prior authorization requirements on clinical evidence-based criteria established with input from practicing physicians. Third, clinical review criteria is based on current peer review evidence, individuals with financial stake in the outcomes of prior authorization decisions are banned from the decision-making process. And fourth, all prior authorization requests must be acted upon in a timely manner. Clinicians and patients must be properly notified of new or amended prior authorization requests. Three, the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled April 7th that Centene shareholders cannot sue the payer or its directors for alleged withholding information about the 2016 purchase of HealthNet for $6.8 billion. The shareholders claimed that Centene overpaid for Woodland Hills, California-based HealthNet and its nine board of directors hid major issues about the payer, including poorly designed and unprofitable insurance product, the lawsuit states. State and federal investigators and the California tax claim for nearly $1 billion. The lawsuit alleged that when issues became public in 2016, Centene's share price dropped 8%, amounting to a loss of over $1 billion in shareholder value. The Eighth Circuit Court upheld a 2020 ruling from the federal St. Louis judge who said shareholders never demanded that Centene sue the alleged perpetrators and they never defended their claim about the demand for being futile. The circuit court applied new demand futility test first adopted by the Delaware Supreme Court in September and rejected the shareholders' request to send the case back to St. Louis so they can amend their complaint to align with the revision. The appeals court agreed that St. Louis judges ruling that the lawsuit claimed Centene directors knew about HealthNet's financial issues and hid them, not that they acted with any intent to harm shareholders. The claim was not enough to overcome the presumption at least that at least half of the directors were disinterested 
under the 2020 version of the demand futility rule, and it was not enough to show that they faced a substantial likelihood of liability under the 2021 revision. And four, the way that CMS pays for radiation therapy treatments has been delayed once more after the federal agency proposed a new rule on April 6th. The in the proposal, CMS says radiation oncology model is being delayed from January 1st, 2023 to a date to be determined through a future rulemaking. It's not the first time the federal agency had postponed the start date for a radiation oncology model, which was originally set for July 2021. The model was delayed again in January 2022 and then again in January 1st, 2023. The payment model has received fierce criticism from oncologists who claim that the move would endanger Medicare access to cancer treatments. The proposed radiation oncology model aims to pay oncologists and hospitals outpatient sites for total episodes of care. It will test prospective bundle payments to providers for 16 cancer types and payments would cover 90-day episodes. CMS also said that the funding a model that could still face future delays might take resources from other payment models. The agency is taking feedback on the delay or potential amendments to the model's payment process. If you would like the latest in payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckerspayer.com.